Praise God, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to the On Earth As It Is In Heaven podcast. Romans 12.5 says, We who are many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. The goal of this podcast is to help all members of God's church establish God's kingdom here on earth by learning and discussing his principles. Through these discussions, we hope to facilitate actions that will create heaven on earth. I'm your host, JB, and I'm going to start us off with a prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity to come together in fellowship We know that you are always working all things together for those that love you, Lord, for those that you have called and that you have chosen. We thank you, Lord, that we know that you're in full control. We thank you, Lord, that you we know that you know us, you see us and you love us, that we have not been forsaken, that we have not been left to do this thing alone called life. Lord, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ to die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins, Lord, that we might have salvation. And we we know, Lord, that you created us with a purpose. And we ask, Father, that as we go into this episode of On Earth, as it is in Heaven podcast, Lord, that your word will come forth. We know, Heavenly Father, that you know everyone who's going to come across this episode, who's going to watch it. You know what they need. This episode here, Lord, has not been been planned and so we're trusting you we're calling on you right now heavenly father for us to decrease as you increase right now that the holy spirit would flow through this episode and that every word that you have for every viewer who's going to see this will come forth that they will receive the seed that needs to be planted in their hearts that it will be watered lord that they will draw closer to you as a result of this episode we thank you heavenly father and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Awesome. So this, um, we thank you for joining us on another episode of On Earth As It Is In Heaven. And this is another uh, impromptu uh, episode. We we literally just did one. It's going to be two weeks apart from when you view it. But it seems as though God is just kind of connecting um, the people that he wants to come onto this show. And it's really, really super exciting. Um, and the way that this one is happening is there's a conference in, in town and I'm just going to let you go ahead and just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what's going on in town and why you're here. All right. Well, my name's Anna and I am here for NAYC. Um, it is a youth conference that happens with our church, um, every two years. And this year we are in St. Louis at the Dome. There is about 33,000 of us that are here just worshiping God and having an experience with God. It's been such an amazing experience, and I feel so blessed to have had this opportunity to come here and worship and to meet people who also worship God and just want to do His will. So I feel like it is such a blessing to be here today. Yeah, and so you said that this is a a youth conference, correct? Yeah. Um, so what is the, what is youth um, as it relates to the conference? What's the age range in that? So everybody comes, honestly. Okay. But it's directed from 12 to 18. That's our okay. youth age is 12 to 18 years old. Okay. Um, and so 
are you like a leader at this group or are you just coming um some other members of your church or um how are you uh coming to this conference so i'm coming in with other members of my church okay. they're all older at this point but mm -hmm. we do we do a uh, youth work and we have a youth group and uh hyphen age which that's our um uh young adult group okay so we've all just kind of come together and just came to worship god nice nice yeah. and how far have you come we came from Lansing, Michigan. Okay. So it was an eight-hour drive. Whew. Um, I'm actually from the East Coast on Maryland, so okay. that's like a 13-hour drive according to GPS. I usually can cut a little bit off of there, but um, so I know about those those long drives. So Yeah, I was really surprised it was not a bad drive. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit more, but... What do you guys listen to? Um, honestly, we didn't listen to too much. My friend and I drove separately because she's oh. got a baby. Got you. Okay. So okay. we listened to a lot of, um, like, kid worship music. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. Do you, have you heard of Joy FM? Do you have that out where I, you're in Michigan? I'm sure we, we might. Okay. Probably, like, on, um, what am I trying to say right now? Like, an app or something, but I've okay. never personally listened to Got you. Right yeah. We got two... Um, I guess you would call Christian-based stations out here that okay. I that I regularly listen to. One would be Joy FM. Um, the other one is like Boost, and uh, I guess they're getting a little quick shout out here. But uh, I feel like Boost is more for like the younger generation. Their thing is like hope, hip hop, you know, and um, so it's like more of a uh, a positive station where you know you listen to songs. There's not any cussing in it. Um, yeah. It has a positive word to it. Um, some of them are about God. Some of them are just uplifting. Yeah. You know, but mm -hmm. Joy FM is really good about if you want some Jesus music. Yeah, you know. we, we have a few that are, some are like nationwide. I think um, mm -hmm. the ones I listen to, Air One, I'm pretty sure is a nationwide one. Okay. And then um, Smile FM is Michigan. Okay. Uh Shine.fm mm -hmm. is a Michigan. It's a, a Christian college out in uh, Olivet. Okay. And they have their own radio station. And then... Family, we have Olivet here as well. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> family Life Radio is okay. the other one that I listen to. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's really, it's really, really good. Um, I want to mention real quickly, again, that this is another impromptu episode. So this is just going to kind of go as the Lord... Uh, flows it there's no uh, particular message that we have thought of ahead of time right. you know and so wherever god takes this message um is where it's going to go but as it relates to some of these stations they're really awesome because one of the things okay so really quickly before we started i've talked to you guys a little bit how when i was at the gym last night uh -huh. um i was in the pool and i ran into these two ladies i wasn't really eavesdropping but i kind of heard some uh, a little bit a little bit <laughs> Right. So initially I wasn't eavesdropping. Um but I'm walking by and I hear them quoting Matthew and it was actually the scripture of uh it's many in that day are gonna say, Lord, Lord, you know, didn't I you know, I'm walking by, so I'm like only caught like a part of it. So I'm not gonna lie, after that I was trying to catch more, but when I came back they were talking about something else. Mm -hmm. And then so like I went past it again and I heard the word Bible. I'm like, they are talking about you, you know? And yeah. then, you know, then I went by again, and they weren't. And then, then another time I came by, they're talking about Joyce Myers. And I'm like, I'm like, like, all right. I yeah, got, yeah. I got to know 
talking about. Exactly. Let's have some big conversation. God's involved. Yes, exactly. And so I kind of uh, put myself uh, into that conversation. You know, I'm like, I hear some scripture being yeah. spoken over here. You know, um, but. What is it? Is it when, uh, is it when two or more are gathered? Yes, two or, my name. When two or more. It was already two. Right. You know, I'm just trying to fulfill scripture here. Right, you're trying to get God, <laughs> man. Like, just... Yeah, yeah. Um, but a big thing that I feel like needs to, to happen a little bit more is we have to start figuring out how, as believers, we can start doing life together. Absolutely. Um, it's really awesome when there is an opportunity and an outlet, I believe, for believers to come together on a topic, music is like, it's like, it's almost like an essential to life. You know, people Absolutely. need music. And if there's no option for faith-based, you know, music on like the radio, then people are going to go to what options they have available. Absolutely. Know? I completely agree. And I think, you know, we have to be so careful with the music that we listen mm-hmm. to. Because the Bible tells us to be careful of uh, what we listen to and what we watch. Mm-hmm. And... I think that if you don't have those options, those messages that you're hearing from those songs are going to get into your heart. Yeah. And that's going to impact who you are and how you conduct yourself. Yeah. And when you listen to positive music and mm-hmm. faith, faith-derived yeah. music, if you will, um, that uplifts your spirit and brings mm-hmm. you to a place where you can conduct yourself in a godly manner. Yeah. Um, lately I've been dealing with, uh, my kids on music, mm-hmm. um, and we were, uh, there's a song, and sometimes it's so hard for us to, like, get some of the older songs Absolutely. out of our minds, when we, even though we've received Jesus now, mm-hmm. and, um, I feel like I've done, you know, I'm still being sanctified and worked on in the process, but Absolutely. I'm Absolutely, it's done. a never-ending, yeah. <laughs> never-ending process, God always has yeah. something for us. But one of the, the songs that often comes up because it's so catchy, um, because I think it must have happened in like a show or something. I was explaining mm-hmm. to my daughter what a paparazzi is. You know, uh-huh. when they're asking all the questions, hey, what do you think about, you know, all the new mm-hmm. people and they're taking pictures and stuff. And I don't know if you ever heard that song, Paparazzi. By, by Lady Gaga. Yes. Yep, <laughs> so. And, and I think like... You, do, you can't get away from that. Mm-hmm. You can't get away from music. And there's always going to be the catchy tunes that mm-hmm. aren't about God, that aren't uplifting, that yeah. aren't, you know. But I think, you know, it's about hiding the word in your heart mm-hmm. and and trying to please God. Because, yeah. And, and just paying attention to the message. Because, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you go... Yeah. There are going to be conversations that you hear. There are going to be songs that you hear mm-hmm. that are not of God, that are yeah. not for a Christian, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it's about being able to filter that yeah. and just lean on God in those moments because that's where our strength comes from yeah. in those hard battles and those hard moments is to just press into God. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love how you say to be able to filter it out because um, one thing I'm trying to teach them is to, to, and you talked about the message, you know, understanding the message. I feel like that is a big piece of it as well. Mm-hmm. So she asked me, she's like, well, like, what could be wrong about this song? You know, and, you know, I, I like the song, but again, as adults, we kind of understand the message. So the one, yeah. the one hook um, 
I'm your biggest fan. I'll follow you until you love me. You know, and I'm like, well, like, what is, like, what is she really saying there? Right. What is she implying yeah, here? Yeah. Absolutely. Like she's. Yeah. She, this is like her idol. Like exactly. I'm, I'm worshiping you. I'm following you until mm-hmm. you want me as much as I want you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what I brought up. Idol. You know, she's yeah. really making an idol. You know, we are to have no other idols than, yep. than our Heavenly Father. And so, yeah, there's like no cussing in that, you know, stage right there. It doesn't necessarily seem bad, you know, if you're looking in the natural, but we got to be careful of, mm-hmm. of idols just anywhere, you know. Of, and I think for that particular song, you know, mm-hmm. I think that one can relate it to relationships mm-hmm. and romantic relationships. And I think that that is such an idol that we struggle with especially in this world because you know everybody wants to feel connected the bible says that no man is an island we're not Mm -hmm. meant to be alone but i often think that when kids are young right Mm -hmm. they go from being play like they want to play and having play as their main um source of communication yeah to navigating how to talk intellectually and deal with their emotions mm-hmm. and being an emotional being that's not dri- like driven with play. Yeah, yeah. And they miss this growth part of working through how do I how do I be an intellectual being? Mm-hmm. How do I meet my emotional needs, my mental, physical? How do, how do I meet that? And they go right into those I want someone to share my life with mm-hmm. and like not that not that there's anything wrong with getting married young or having a relationship but I think that so many kids miss getting to know who they are yeah because they want a connection with someone else and I think in order to you know the Bible tells us that uh, a man who has friends finds himself friendly right mm-hmm. something along those lines yeah and I think that we miss so often. How do I be a friend? Yeah. Because I think the best, and divorce rates are so high. Mm-hmm. And I think that we miss the part of how do I be a friend? Yeah. What kind of friend do I want? Yeah. What does friendship look like to me? And, and it's easy to get caught up in that I want to be with someone. I want yeah. someone to share my life with. I want someone to share my pain with. Mm-hmm. And the and just my life to laugh with to do life with, mm-hmm. but then we miss the growth of. I need to learn how to be a friend. Yeah, because that's what Jesus wants, you know. Yeah. Um, love one another as I have loved you. Yes, yes. So, ooh, I I, I so much love that command too. Me too. That is <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah. And how do we do that if we don't know how to be friends? Mm-hmm. And it's not like you can just some people, you know, are are drawn to God by hell and brimstone preaching. Yeah. Fire and brimstone. But um, other people need to just also need, we also need to be nurtured. Mm-hmm. And how do you nurture that if you don't know how to be a friend? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that our climate right now really is about that. We're about relationships. And a lot of our relationships are very surface level. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to... It's all about fun. Yeah, yeah. And making each other laugh. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to deal with the deep-rooted issues that hurt us. Yeah. I definitely agree. Um, and when, you're, when you were just speaking about growth, 
that's another conversation. I have so many conversations with my kids about kids the- are <laughs> so precious. Yeah, I I love children. Yeah, and you know I think that people underestimate how big of a task, or they don't truly mm-hmm. see how big of a task raising a child is. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's such a huge sacrifice because it's no longer about you anymore. Exactly. You you have mm-hmm. a responsibility to that child. Mm-hmm. And that child did not ask to be here. Exactly. You brought yeah. that child into this world. How do you give that child what they need? How do you how, how are you giving them God? How are you mm-hmm. showing them God's love? How are you teaching them to give God's yeah. love? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah. So I, I was just telling her um that that there's a, a growth process, as you're talking mm-hmm. about growth, that's supposed to happen. And unfortunately, we have put it into this age range. And so it, I was speaking on selfishness. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it's a maturity thing, you know. And unfortunately, we have put into these rules. One of the things that Jesus was so upset about when he came okay. was that, you know, these Pharisees were like, putting the man-made rules above God's commands. You know, yeah. they, they were mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much putting in loopholes. And so we are prone to set these rules and standards and just go by them. And because it's what our flesh wants. Mm-hmm. Because it's the things that feel good to us. Yeah, yeah. It feels good when we have, as humans, I feel like we are really good with structure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're also prideful beings. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so when we yeah. make it, it feels good. Uh-huh. Because it doesn't push us to grow like God will. Yeah. If we're following what God needs us to do, he's always going to be pushing us to mm-hmm. grow. Yeah. And we also, those structures validate us too. So we... Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And we need to learn. I think it comes back to what you were talking about earlier is like relationships with people and like being able to gather as a body of believers mm-hmm. and um, create the... We need to learn how to validate each other in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And how to give that validation that God gives mm-hmm. so that we can encourage each other unto good works. Yeah, as, yeah. The, as the Bible tells us yeah, to. Most definitely. Um, yeah, so I, I was we were talking about how the Bible tells us that Jesus came to serve and to not be served. Right. And so, you know, there's six and eight, so like, you know, you gotta break it down so that the way Absolutely. They can child understand yeah. child language. You yeah. have to layman's terms. Mm-hmm. Very yes. very <laughs> simple. Broken down yeah. to I I get it. So I was like I was explaining to him, I'm like, when you are a baby, you are the most selfish person on the earth mm-hmm. and it's natural. That's yeah. that's natural and, and you know, and, and I have them engaged. I'm like I'm like, what what does a baby do for itself? Nothing. You know, yeah. yeah, when it's hungry, the parent feeds it. When it a, needs a diaper change, the, par- the parent has to do everything. So it's only natural that as that baby even gets into toddler age, they still think the world revolves around them. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I was teaching them that's it's not supposed to remain that way. But I you feel know? like our culture right now says it should. Yes. You know, we, we are we have a cancel culture that says mm-hmm. cut them off if they don't if they don't serve you. Yes. Uh huh. And it's like. But what are you learning from cutting someone off? Are mm -hmm. you learning how to handle hard situations? Right. Because no matter how far you go in life, you're always going to have struggles. You're always going to Mm -hmm. face things. And, you know, I hear so many kids talk about, like, well, when I'm an adult, and it's like, Mm -hmm. honey, you're just trading one set of problems for another. Like, if you don't learn to navigate Mm -hmm. these problems... You're going to keep going through those same yeah. cycles. Yeah. 
you got to figure mm-hmm. out how to navigate that stuff. I know I know some people feel a certain way. Oh, man, you can go on social media. Everyone knows exactly the perfect parenting plan, and you need to do what they say. But I know that some people don't agree with this, but I, like... I give I hit my kids with some of the harder things, and I, I explain to them when they're talking about when you become an adult, you're gonna have build. I'm not trying to put grown up problems on them, but I want them to understand. But you have to know absolutely yes, if you there are responsibilities when you become an adult. And <laughs> you're, if you're ignorant, you don't know better. And I feel like mm-hmm. there's so many things that like I work in education, mm-hmm. um, and I think that there are so many things that have been pulled from our education curriculum, mm-hmm. like cooking, shop class, yes. um, home ec, mm-hmm. that like, these are basic and like economics, like, yeah. you know, there's one class I think of economics that you need to graduate high school, at yes. least when I graduated, which was eons ago. But, um, it doesn't teach you life skills. Yeah. Like everyone needs to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. Everyone should know how to change a tire. Yeah. Everyone should have some basic idea on how to balance a checkbook or how to mm-hmm. how to do some sort of financial management. Yes. And they don't. Yeah. So how are we helping them in the education setting? Because there are kids that aren't going to go to to college. Like that's mm-hmm. just not feasible for them. Yeah. They struggled in school anyway, and not. I feel like trade schools need to be talked about yep. and just different certifications that you can mm-hmm. get, but also just how to live yeah how to be able to take care of yourself yeah because mm-hmm. we don't have those skills we right. are losing those skills yep so yep. i commend you for talking yeah. to your children <laughs> about the hard things because yeah thank you the hard things don't go away yeah they're always going to be there and how do we navigate them is so important i think as parents we want to protect our children mm-hmm. at all costs but Someday you're not going to be here. How yes. do you teach them to protect themselves? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I even have that conversation um, about persecution and salvation when, as it relates to daddy's not always going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, I let them know, one, the Bible says that we will be persecuted for his sake. Mm, and so some people, you know, are not ready for the persecution. And I feel like that's one of the things that's not talked about enough. I am 100% full on with the grace message, but there's so much more. Like, we, we got... So, that's, we, that's just great. Yes, that's just... Yes. And I'm like, if, the that's, surface. if that's all you hear, if that... Then you're going to go on living the way that you are. Yeah. You yeah. Don't, you're not motivated to change. Mm-hmm. And when you fall in love you mm-hmm. with God, you learn this respect. Yes, like, yes, yes. I, I don't do this because I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I do it because I love you and I want to yeah. please you. Yeah. I want I want to know that what I'm doing pleases you because yeah. everything when you shift your perspective and you learn how to look at life the way the Bible instructs us to mm-hmm. because there are instructions on how to view things and you know it's the Bible talks about renewing your mind so yes. often. Yes. And when you learn to look at life in that light you're like wow God has blessed me so mm-hmm. richly. Yeah. And then you can apply that to yeah. life. Yeah. And it's so it's you you want to do things to please God mm-hmm. because you recognize how rich his blessings are yeah. and where you could be. Yeah. And I feel like that is definitely an indication of where you are 
um, kind of in your relationship with God is when you are at that level of where it's not it's not a task. It's not a list of rules. You're not on the job and you're like, oh, man, I got I got five of the uh, commandments that I'm of the ten. And right. I, know, I, I was supposed to spend yeah, it. Uh, yeah. you know, I got my devotional <laughs> done today. Like, yes, it's, yeah. it's not a checklist. Yeah. Like, you have to have that. Yeah. That hunger, that desire right. to please God. And this, and it's 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 something that, like I I can tell you are definitely on the same page where I'm at. But if you don't have that hunger, it seems like you're just trying to like for. And I'm not judging because I was in that mindset Absolutely. before. Absolutely, like, you know, you know, and, and the Bible talks about that. Like there there will be people that are ignorant. Yeah, like, but like they will seek truth. And yeah, how, how do we give that? To yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. It's, it's something, and I say this a lot in my videos. Sometimes I do TikToks. It's something you have to experience. You know, it's like you you can't. I can't fully give you the experience that I feel Absolutely. of wanting of like of. I'm like, man, I need I like I need to get in this word not because I feel like I need to because I'm a Christian, but I'm like I'm like I, I need am, to understand what that that preacher was talking yes. about. I need to. I need to know what God says about yes, this because yes. I know that this is an awful feeling that mm -hmm. I'm feeling. And I don't want to continue feeling that way. So yeah. what does God say about this? Yeah. How do how do I handle this? Because mm -hmm. life is hard. Yes. And the Bible is full of instruction. Yes, on it how is. How to handle all of the situations. Yes. Something I just recently started trying to start doing, um, because it is helpful. And I know people have been doing this for a while, but a proverb a day. Okay. Yeah. You know, I like, like it. whatever, like whatever day you're on. If it's uh, today's the 29th, I think it is, or. Yes. yes. So yes. you would go read Proverbs twenty nine today because there's thirty one of them. I yeah. didn't realize that. So I guess on like February you're gonna miss a couple. But <laughs> no, you just squeeze extra in. Right. Yeah. But um, Proverbs is very you know good for wisdom yep. and, and mm -hmm. things you may be dealing with in your life. And so I mean that's like people are like oh I don't know where to start. Um, I usually recommend the Gospels just because it's like. The, That's the, the story beginning of Jesus. Of, the story of Jesus. This is our salvation. Yes. Yep. But if you're just like, I mean, I'm Proverbs struggling with something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Proverbs is is great. We yeah. did um, Bible quizzing last year. Proverbs was okay. was their uh, book, and I I loved it. Like, yeah. I loved being helping the kids do Bible quizzing. And yeah. Just, just watching them just get so competitive. And yeah. 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 That edge and just like. Being so proud uh -huh. of them and learning learning scriptures that I had not formally memorized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like it's just such a beautiful thing yeah. to be involved and watch kids grow. You uh -huh. know, like because because that's the future generation. That's, yeah, those are those are the ones that are just gonna you know mm -hmm. take the world by storm. Yes, yes, yes. And and I love to see all those things you just mentioned. The, the competitiveness, the the joy, the love mm -hmm. in a God uh, arena. Yes, you know? absolutely, absolutely, and that's the other aspect yeah. is like that these kids are doing this for God. Yes, and it's like they may not understand that, but this mm -hmm. stuff is just gonna stick with yeah, them yeah, for yeah. their lives, and that is so beautiful yeah. to watch. One thing my son loves to say, so he's gonna be six in like a couple of months. Such One thing he age. loves to say is, "Uh, Daddy," I'm like, "Yeah," he's like, "I love you." I'm like, "Thanks," but I love God more. That is a wonderful thing to say. You know what, honey? I am, I am grateful. Yes, you yes. continue to tell me that. I yeah. will listen to that every day. Yeah, it, you always love God more than me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it, it's like, it's almost like, you know, I'm like, 
What are you, I'm just getting to the point, I'm like, are you going to send in a hidden message here or something, son, you know, but... <laughs> you know, the Bible does say yeah. that, like, we have to forsake our families mm -hmm. if, if it comes down to yeah. that. If, yeah. we, you know, that it's God or our families, mm -hmm. we have to be willing to go with and God. I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm so raw, especially when it comes to the Bible with my kids. I mean, I have told there's them really that no before. other way to be. You, I, you yeah. have to. Yeah, I'm like, if, like, if something... Because I, I, we don't know when these end days are going to come. Absolutely. And I, so many people believe can, we are in them right now. Exactly. So if we are, like, to teach them yeah. and give them... Because they're young. When yes. they're young, they're little sponges. Mm -hmm. And I know you want to protect them, but you they can process them. the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. They really can't. Mm -hmm. So, because, you know, I mean, so many kids, they go through hard stuff. And you're like, how are you teaching them to process that? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think that that's why this world is so broken. Mm -hmm. Kids went through hard things. Yes. And they didn't know how to process it. And mm -hmm. those, and the processing methods that they came up with carried out into adult life. Yeah. So now when they're triggered by those things that feel yeah. like that event, yeah. they process it in the same way yeah, that is yeah. not, that's unhealthy. Yeah. You know, there's a... Um a very secular comedian. I'm not even going to mention his name. Right. Um, but he was telling a joke and he was speaking about, you know, people who weren't believers. And he was just like, he was like, I'm not scared of you. He was like, if something happened to you, who are you going to tell? You do something to me, I'm going to go tell Jesus. You know, so he was talking about that. But it was just like, I was like, that, like that's for real though. Like we it have really is. a heavenly father who's the creator of all things. Absolutely. If something is going down, I'm telling. I'm right. <laughs> right. And I think that I think that there are times too that as Christians we miss that. Mm -hmm. That we want to go tell our best friend. Yes. Or we wanna we want to block them on Facebook or put them on blast, mm -hmm. so to speak. When in reality, like, if we just take it to God, yeah. we would find so much peace. Yes. And just be like, you know, like, hey, like, yep, you hurt me, but I recognize that your actions have a lot more to do with yeah. you than they do with mm -hmm. me. So then that leads me to a place of love, and I can say, I'm going to pray for you. Yeah, definitely. Because I don't know what, like, I don't know what hurt you mm -hmm. to lead you to treat me like that. Yep. Yeah. But... I don't want to see anybody hurt that way. Yeah. I I've, I've really have learned to, um, and you know we're all humans, so there's always going to be those times, but kind of Absolutely. remove the person from the action. Yep. You know, because they're... Hate the sin, not the yeah, sin. Yeah, yeah. There, there are, if, you, if you're a believer of Jesus and you're a believer of the Bible, we know that there are forces at work Absolutely. in the spirit realm beyond us. You know, and so there are things at play that are much greater than whatever that issue is, whatever that word Absolutely. they spoke to you or whatever they did to you. There's a greater work at hand, you know, good when it's God involved, bad when it's Satan involved. And so right. we have and to be. You, you definitely have to reflect on that because mm -hmm. there are going to be things that come against you when mm -hmm. when you're doing what God needs you to do. Yeah. There's always going to be something that comes against you because Satan's afraid. Yes. When you have the power of God, Satan is afraid. Mm -hmm. He's going to do anything to stop you. Yeah. I was just having a conversation with my sister yesterday, and I was telling her um, some of the things that you are in, well, just people in general, a lot of times we blame everything on Satan. And indirectly, sometimes 
It is him, but... Breach. Yeah. Breach right now. I know exactly where you're going. I am ready for this. So, like, there, but there, there's levels to it. The, I mean, first level, obviously, is, you know, as they call shooting yourself in the foot. There's some yep. things that you're doing to yourself. Yep. I, I feel like the next level is, like, there are systems. Satan's been around way longer than we have. He has systems in place. Kind of like just dropping that seed in that pot, your brain, right. and you water it <laughs> mm-hmm. with those thoughts, yep. those yep. those um, those scripts that yeah. you have, how you talk to yourself. Yep. You water it with mm-hmm. those. And if you're stuck in that, why does Satan have to do anything to you? Right. You know. All he had to do was put something out there and yeah. then let you talk yourself off. Let you walk yourself yeah. off that cliff. And you're over here blaming Satan. He's over here messing with this other person. You know, he, right. he, he doesn't even know right. about what's happening in your life because you're stuck in this cycle. Right. He rules know? the earth seeking whom he made to power, right? Exactly. And, and there's so much, you know, we've been talking about that a lot. And mm-hmm. I've heard so, that so often lately. Mm-hmm. So I really think that God is dealing with us as a body about yeah. that. Yeah. Because I've heard that so often lately. Yeah, yeah. That that why right like why do i have to why does satan have to do something when we're going to do the work for him exactly all he has to do is just drop in that little thought yeah like let me play into your insecurity Mm -hmm. your self-doubt yeah your whatever it is when you're going to water it Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to do much work exactly and i think I mean, I think it's a, you know, the Bible tells us, uh, what is it? Don't be uh, ignorant to the, the schemes of, of, of Satan. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be aware of those things. But sometimes I feel like we give it too much attention. Absolutely. Um, and I think we have to remember that Satan is not equal to God. Exactly. So how are we giving him? We almost put our focus on him. Yes. yes. Rather than on God. Yes. And it's like, who does God say I am? What does yes. God say that he will do for me? Yes. Yes. And when we get in those places, we have to memorize that scripture. You know, I'm loved. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're a uh, royal priesthood. Yes, yes. You know, like, if that's where we are, we have to remember who God called us to mm-hmm. be. You are here for such a time as this. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't say those things in his word if he didn't have intention to carry something out. With right. Him. And, you know, I come from a, a sports background. And so, you know, um, when I played football, there was always those teams that, you know, you knew was going to be a challenge. They were the rivals or that team that you knew was uh, the time to, like, get your your stats. We call them the stat stat games because they were so bad that you're like, if you're going to, you know, make all state. Read them because (laughs) you are going to raise your scores that much better. Exactly. But there's always that time. It's what they call the upset when you went in too confidently. You yep. just you didn't even pre- you, the whole week of practice. You were lollygagging because we're going against this team that we everyone's beating them. We're good, and you go in and you get your butts kicked because, because you because they switched their tactic and you did not exactly. Now I feel like that can happen with Satan because Absolutely. you just like you know think he's this little ant. Make no no mistake. He wasn't. He was an angel, and he right. And was, he roars. He roars yes. about like a roaring lion. Yes. Like lions are something that we have to be aware of. Exactly. You can't just be like, oh, like no. There's nothing to fear. But mm-hmm. how, God, when you exactly. connect to God, like mm-hmm. how are you? He's gonna tell you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to fight those things. Yeah. Because it's not our comfort zone. Yeah. And he's never God's. God's always gonna push mm-hmm. you to grow. 
So it's like, oh, God, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> you're, you're picking me yeah. to go pray for this person? I'm not perfect. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm asking you to go and do it. Yeah. Listen to me. And that's because, like, you have to put everything in its place. So I feel like you do have to put Satan in his place so that you can put God in his place. Absolutely. Because if you put Satan down here, you're like, oh, I I can handle this. I can, you know what I mean? But no, as in our Satan human flesh, yep. we can't. So no. we have to put Satan where he's at so we can put God where he's at. And, and recognize that yes. he's the one in power. Yes, that, yep. That our victories come from him. Yes, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Man, That that is... This is why I feel like it's so important right now. Also, I feel like in our culture, it's like a, a war on church, you know, mm-hmm. going Absolutely. going to church. And, um, you know, there's different, you know, philosophies on that. But I do feel like it's very important to have a source of consistent um, feeding of the word, you know. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us that. Yeah, yeah. The Bible tells us that we need to be fed um my pastor actually did a, a sermon on this not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I forget the word, but it was um, Paul preaching. Okay. And he was talking about, it was in one of the letters, but that the word that's used in um, Hebrew, Greek, I don't remember what. I need to be better, but uh, Jesus worked on me. <laughs> right. Um, but that that actually means to be fed, to hear the mm-hmm. spoken word of God. Yeah. That we are supposed to have that source. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I completely agree. We have to have a source of consistent yeah. feeding, so yep. to speak. Yep. And I think one portion of it is that if you hear, th- and this is, I struggle with this the most, and that's why I got to, like, Pray before I do one of my videos are to God that he'll get it out and he'll, the seed will be planted and the rest will come with it. But sometimes I just feel like there's so much, you can go on so much, let's say faith. Okay. You know, we're talking about faith. Faith is such a big aspect of the Bible that not everything is going to get said in that one message. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes I'm almost fearful that they're going to take this part and run with it. But there's they also need this part over here. And I didn't have time or I didn't think about it to put it in here. So you need to come back so you can hear this other message on obedience. Right. So you can get that too. Right. But there's also, there's a grace aspect to it. But this message was on, on obedience. So you got to come back so, right. you, and so I, you can hear the grace message, you know. And I like, think when they're hungry, <laughs> though, they do. Yes, yes. When that's the hungry, key. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's what we gotta we gotta pray for them to get the hunger. Yep. Because I'm like I'm like you're draw gonna draw people, Lord Jesus. Yes. We need people to draw you to draw people to you, God. And yes. Just be yes. That, that vessel to uh-huh. bring them to you. The, we cannot do it ourselves. The analogy I I have in my kids that I try to you know I always try to bring it to, you know like I said to their level and uh-huh. so I'm like I was talking about swimming. Okay. And I'm like so if you if someone who's never swam before never been near water. And you're like, hey, I want you to hop in the deep end. People can float. Okay. Like, and they hop in. I'm like, what's going to happen to them? They're going to drown and die. You know? And then we didn't lie to them. Yeah. People can float in the deep end. But they... We, but when a, you panic. Yes, yes. And you don't know how to float. Or yes. you don't know how to orient your yes. body. We can't, we can't leave them with just this piece. And you I know? think that <laughs> happens, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like with new believers. Yes. That... Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they're brought in, mm-hmm. 
and then they're kind of just okay here mm -hmm. and you have to have that that period of growth right that, yeah that um, mentor yes yes someone that discipleship yes discipleship yes. is so important because like if you're just leaving them to navigate their mm -hmm. own relationship with god they they may not know what that looks like yeah. and become overwhelmed mm -hmm. yep um one scripture i do well it's like it's like a love hate because it's, it's kind of like it's a bad thing of why it's being said but it's in the old testament i cannot think of which book it is it's in but god speaks on how he's against the shepherds at that time because they were feeding themselves and not the flock. And mm -hmm. there were so many lost sheep without anyone to lead them. They've been left to the wolves, you know, that's yep. natural. But spiritually speaking about the, the leaders who aren't, you know, getting these people and, and lead them the right way. And he says, because of that, I'm going to go find them myself. And to me, that it makes me feel so safe inside, I guess, and, and, and love to know that even if every leader is is doing the wrong thing, right. God it sees us. Following God. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna make sure. And that's what it seemed. That, this is what gets me. Like, oh man, it blows my mind. It seemed like only the the only Pharisee that it really talked about that kind of like went towards Jesus was Nicodemus. Yes, everybody else was like, yes. get rid of him. Who is this guy? Yes. Like, I love I love my laws. <laughs> like yes. I like I like my structure. Yes, and they were doing everything to disprove him. Like. Well, teacher, what if this... How do I love right. my neighbor? Yeah, trying to you know, trick him and, and trap right. him and... But it's like, Jesus is smart. Yeah. Like, like that's God you're talking yeah. to. Like, like he, he, he knows what you're right. doing. He knows your game. Yeah. I love when it says, like, Jesus perceived what they were thinking in their heart. Yeah. Yes. Yes, those are my favorite. I'm like, oh, Jesus, you're so good. Right, right. But, it, yeah, it just really blew my mind because they, they were the leaders mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. And they missed it. All of them. Missed it. Yep. And, they and, never even questioned yeah. it. Yeah. You know? And it just... Mm -hmm. it, it blows your mind. Yeah. It, it just... It lets you know, like, I have to follow this. I yeah. have to follow truth. Because if they were missing it then... Yeah. Who's missing it now? Exactly. And, um... Oh, man, I remember. I, I remember... Sometimes I, I need to do better myself. But I do talk to my we kids. We all have room for <laughs> I talk to my kids. I feel like it's... it's It can be up for debate. But I feel like okay. it's more important to understand the principles and what the bible is saying than to know it verbatim like to know the, the word for your you have to yeah. you have to know what is being talked about yeah you can you can tell me everything in there but can you tell me what it means yeah yeah can you tell me what this meant in that day and why it's significant yeah can you tell me the root word of this can you tell me the greek hebrew mm -hmm whatever word can you tell me what that meant yeah and what how i need to apply it spiritually yeah but the the particular passage that i'm thinking about he was he was saying he was like you know you you hypocrite and you know you go across the the seas all these miles to to make a convert and you take them to hell which is pretty much what he was saying because they weren't doing teaching the right thing yeah is what they were saying you know uh -huh. and so uh, they were teaching that the, a different type of doctrine. I think as Paul put it, you yeah. know, they some of them have yeah, preached in among us. That, so yeah, right. and so, so we have time. people who are going. And the other thing I point out to my kids because I'm like, some of this stuff is not for the world. It's for people who God knew was going to be reading yeah, the Bible. I mean, the Church of Corinth. Yeah, <laughs> the letters, um, the epistles, like you know, like. Mm -hmm. That's the church. Yes. He's writing to the church. He's yeah. writing to us. He's saying, hey, you guys struggle uh -huh. with these things. 
So recognize and read and know, like, yeah. these are things that come against the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we have to... We have to recognize that. Yeah. You know, that he's, he's speaking to us with the, some of the challenges that he, he, he's presenting challenges to us that, you know, like you said, that come against us. And we have to recognize those challenges because if we just ignore them and just fall into them and then fall into self-deception or whatever type of deception that's happening, then we're, we're right and into we're that just, bondage. We're just existing with the sin. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not, we're not doing what we're called to do. Exactly. Which is, I feel like, one of the more important things is figuring out that call. I just read the scripture that said, make every effort uh, to, uh, what is the word? I'm about to mess the word up. It's not recognize your calling. Um, man, I cannot think of the word. But the, the message was, to, like, make every effort to figure out what your calling is. Yeah. To confirm, to confirm your calling. Okay, make every yeah. effort to mm -hmm. confirm your calling. I think that was in Second Peter I was reading in. Uh, last night and mm -hmm. and that is so important because there's a reason that we were here all this stems back first and foremost into believing that there's a god that he created everything yep. and created with a purpose if yep. you can if you start there you know as the bible says it's impossible to please god without faith because you must believe that he exists and he yep. rewards those who diligently seek him so you got to start there with believing in him that he exists that everything has a purpose if that is true why are you here? Right, right. What is what is my mission? Exactly. And I think I think so many people too get hung up on that. Mm -hmm. They get hung up on what is my mission? What am I called to do? First of all, let's talk about two. What did Jesus come here to do? Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that he came here to rule or be served. He came here to serve. To serve. Mm -hmm. So that is a command for everyone. Yeah. We are all called to serve. Yeah. So yeah. if you aren't serving. Mm -hmm. Why is God going to give you your bigger yeah. mission if yeah. you can't do the first step mm -hmm. of that? I also serve. love G Jesus used that into uh, with that, that that knowledge on his disciples too. He goes over, what were you guys arguing about over there? You know, right, right. <laughs> arguing, who's going to be the greatest? <laughs> right. Yeah, is that is that really what you feel like right now? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I, here I am, the Messiah, mm -hmm. and I'm serving you. I'm washing your feet. Right. I'm, you know, like I'm telling you that I'm going to yeah. die. Yeah. For you. Mm -hmm. So how? How do you emulate that? How yeah. do you how do you give that to others? Yeah, yeah. He said, and "What do you say?" He said, "Like the the we know that the world lords it over those you know when they're higher, but the greatest among us is not the same in the kingdom of God. The right. greatest is to be the lowest, unless you become like one of these children." And I honestly think that having children has helped me with that scripture even the more. Oh, absolutely! Because they are just. Like you said, a sponge. And they like, are. They are, and I think they're so curious. They're, mm -hmm. They want to know more, and mm -hmm. I think that that they're hungry. Yeah, they're hungry. Yes, and I think that God wants us to remain mm -hmm. in a constant state of hunger and wonder. Yeah, because that's children. Yeah, they're like how does that work? Like explain it to yes, me. Yes, they, they want to learn how to do everything, and the why questions mm -hmm. they never end. Yeah, why is this? Why is that blue? Why mm -hmm. is this sky? You know, like yeah. why is the sky blue? Oh, they're my goodness, literally yeah. just thousands of yeah, why questions yeah. and then they have these imaginations yes. that that are just like you cannot help but laugh and just be joyful and i feel like that's such a blessing from god like children are a blessing yeah. because they just have these wild imaginations mm -hmm. 
You're like, where on earth yeah. did you draw that conclusion? Yeah. Like, I don't know where yeah. you got it, but I love it. I constantly am asking, so what made you think of that? You know, because I'm like, I'm trying to like understand their minds, you know? Yes, absolutely. What is your thought pattern so yeah. I can help you understand them? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they absolutely. come with, they, the, the, it's like, it's almost like the easiest questions are the hardest. You know, they're like. They really are. I can't even think one now, but I, they ask me things that I, I know I know. I know the answer, but for some reason, I can't tell you. It's not, I can't break it down. It's, right, like, <laughs> I, I don't have the language in yes. this moment to yes. think of how to answer that for mm-hmm. you. Because, like, it's something I've learned. Yeah. But how do I then yeah. um, pass that knowledge uh-huh. on in a tangible way? Yeah. Yeah. Even sometimes with, with the... The principles that I'm trying to explain to them, you know, kids at six and eight, they haven't been through anything really in life yet. And so I'm like, I'm but, like you know how when da 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 da, and they're like, no. no, no <laughs> I'm like, no. right, well, well, that makes sense, that makes sense. Okay, so you, um, uh, okay, so that show you, you know, you're, yeah. like, you're trying to find something that they can relate to. Because, like, the, the natural thing that you, as, you know, living for so many years that you have ex- been through, they haven't experienced that type of thing yet. And so you got to find something and bring it down to their level. And um, When they haven't experienced yes. so much, it's like, how do I, like, how do I talk about heartbreak when you haven't experienced exactly. true heartbreak? How do I, how do I make this, how do I bring this to your level when, yeah. when these are things that you haven't experienced? Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time I was talking about love, and I can't even remember the exact question, but I was trying to get her to, under, like, as a scenario, like, if, like, me or their mom didn't, like, love them, and it's like, I just remember she couldn't grasp that concept. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, y'all love us, y'all would always love us. Like, like, like what are you like, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, like, they, that's yeah. far-fetched. <laughs> right. like, yeah. You think my imagination is crazy. <laughs> right, yeah. And I'm like, Imagine being so innocent still, you yeah. know, to not even believe that yeah. anyone wouldn't and I think love you. <laughs> that that's why Jesus wants us to be that way. Mm-hmm. Because then we can receive what yes. he has for us. And, you know, kids are not um, prejudiced in any way. Right. Because that stuff is taught. Yeah. So it's like they just do mm-hmm. and give and they don't have reservations because they haven't. Yeah. They haven't registered what rejection mm-hmm. is or fear oh. or whatever. Yeah. They don't, they don't, it's not on their radar yet. Mm-hmm. So they just do things blindly in faith yeah. because it's, so to speak, because it's what they feel they should be doing. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's why the Bible tells us to be like little yeah. children because they're just accepting of everyone. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, no, we're friends. Right. And it's like, okay, like that little kid's yeah. mean, but like right. you know, in, in our adult minds. <laughs> right, well, yeah. So I was about to say, I go through so much anxiety through my daughter. Oh. Because she, it, it doesn't even bother her, but it's me. So like we'll go to like a particular area where there's lots of kids and she's she's that open kid who like, will go and try to make friends with literally everybody. Even, like, bigger kids. They're, like, playing Red Rover by the end of the trip. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But before she gets to that, though, like, there are, like, older kids who, I guess, they're at that realm where they don't really play with younger kids. Yeah. And, like, I will will literally see her keep getting shut down. 
It doesn't phase her. Exactly. It does and not phase her. And that's such a good quality to I have. know. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, like what in the... Like, 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 you don't have to let that rejection set in. Yeah. And I think that that's such a good quality mm-hmm. to have. It is. I wish I had it. <laughs> rejection is always going to happen. Yes. Like, where, where did we come up with that this this idea that rejection mm-hmm. was so negative and so hurtful yeah because rejection happens like you reject things yeah. regularly you know mm-hmm. and and i think that rejection is part of like building boundaries too yeah which this generation is sometimes terrible at right yeah um but i think that just being okay with rejection is such a, it's it's almost a superpower to me yeah because so as we grow, we just become afraid of rejection mm-hmm. because we're let down. Yeah. And yeah, but like to watch kids and just be like, oh, rejection. And then it's yeah. like, oh, okay, just keep doing you. you know? Yeah. Go ahead. You get it. Mm-hmm. I And I think it's like a trickle down effect, like you said, from the adults. These mm-hmm. things, like they're not born prejudice, it's taught. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. and so they get the into fear these. Of rejection. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They get into these arenas where you know they're almost. I feel like school's a big one, unfortunately, where they're trapped mm-hmm. because they got to go. You yep. know, they can't not go to school, and then you're and seeing. Not everybody is. Um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but to choose homeschooling. Right. Yeah. That's not always an option. feasible. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I like and that so, word. We'll go with it. And so. Um, yeah, they're like, it's happening. It, these cliques are, are forming. Mm-hmm. P- kids are, are at a point, they are learning to start um, for some reason to not accept this one, but we're going to accept this one. Yeah. You know, as an adult, I still don't understand how certain groups got together. No, you know, it's like You know, these <laughs> birds of a feather flock together. Yeah, I yeah. There, I think there's a lot of truth behind that. Yeah, thing. yeah. But I agree. I, I agree. just look at something, I'm like, like I, I honestly, I'm like, what makes y'all cool? You know, but <laughs> like, why are you guys popular? You're just a bunch of kids. Yes, because uh, I'm like, because like, there's so many things that are tangible. Like, you know, oh, you guys are in the Hall of Fame because you're super athletic. You know, right? You play these instruments really good, but then you just find this random group of popular kids. Why are y'all? And then some, like, some have money, some don't. Some dress nice, some sometimes. Don't. I think it's that confidence level because I think yeah. all of us struggle with confidence and but the kids I, that are confident. Yeah. But there's such a it's such a fine line between yeah. confident and mean. Mm-hmm. But and sometimes, sometimes I feel like people are confident because they're in that group, though, and the other true. kid is not confident because he couldn't make like. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes not being confident will not get you in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I something that I don't even share this this often, but one thing that I learned to lean on. Was my athleticism? Because, Absolutely, I think that it yeah. saves you mm-hmm. because you can literally get through anything if mm-hmm. you're athletic. Yeah, like you, like and and you don't have to have those skills. You mm-hmm. don't have to have interpersonal skills. Yeah, yeah. You just have to. You're good at what you do, and yeah. I think there are so many different um things that you go through in life that mm-hmm. just make it easier okay you i interrupted you so no, you're please, good. <laughs> please continue about your leaning on your athleticism yeah no you're good so i've never had an athletic bone <laughs> in my body i'd love to know more about what that's like right yeah um so because in like high school i was like one of the fastest kids at 
my school. Okay. That's kind of what I was known for. Mm-hmm. You know, and so personally, I feel like without sports, I go unnoticed. That's what I honestly that's how I feel. Okay. Other, yeah. other than the kids who are in my class, I feel like if I didn't play sports, I feel like I would I would have went unnoticed. Yeah. You know, and it still didn't make me like super popular, but I feel like people were aware of me. Yeah. Because I stood out in, in a certain yeah. arena, you know. Yeah, that you, you had a skill. Yeah. How do you feel like that impacted you as an adult? As an adult? Like, um, getting out of high school and, like, how did you grapple with that? Like, you obviously, I don't know what your your school background mm-hmm. is, if you went on to college or what you did, but um, how did you deal with that like yeah because not you know having the okay like people know me like i'm someone right because right. i have something right how did you deal with that i you know the irony of that is i actually think that helped me post high school okay so because in school i was very motivated to to push myself to to be you know the best mm-hmm. at the acti- activities that i did well that carries well over in the workforce Absolutely, absolutely. Because you, when you are determined in yes. sports, you learn structure mm-hmm. and you learn how to schedule things for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you recognize, and the coaches tell you, you're not going to get better mm-hmm. if you don't practice. And yeah. they give you, you know, I think their coaches are so invaluable because, yes. like, they they just like. They teach you mm-hmm. how to do structure, how yeah. to like be what you want to be. Because yeah. those, yes, that applies to sports, but mm-hmm. hard work is what applies to sports. Mm-hmm. And when you apply that to the rest of your life, yeah, like you have success because mm-hmm. you learn to structure yourself and create that environment, yeah, to be successful. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I, I I was working at Target after I graduated. I wound up working my way up. I got promoted there. I um, Target. Yeah, <laughs> and just pretty much um, this this is one thing that I will always I I, I take pride in this, and you know I give good. God thanks for it. But yeah. I'm a good worker. I don't care what anyone says. Like just about everywhere I've left, they wanted me to stay. Yeah. Because I'm a good worker, you know, and so. Mm-hmm. If I've left, it's because like another opportunity or it's like something was different there that I needed to move away from it. But like I've, I've never not been a good worker yep. at any mm-hmm. job that I've ever worked at, and I feel like that has opened up a lot more doors for me um, as it relates to financial security and and being able to do different things, you know. And my one client always makes fun of me because I'm like. I hop around so much, so I like I have my CDLs because I was truck driving yep. for a little bit. I went to Batter Out, which is a trade for personal training. I was doing personal okay. training. I obviously worked like the the retail. Um, I'm about to get my passenger and school bus endorsement. Awesome! This, and this, I, I, I'm just I'm just like this skill. I'll take this one. Um, ooh, I'll take this one. So, yeah. but oh, like- it's like. I, I think it still it stems from that you know where I started and what you said about um, coaches being invaluable. So I had a coach that he, it still sticks with me to this day. I was actually going to quit football one year okay. because I wasn't getting my way, 
And um, we're quick in this culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he had he had a talk with me, and um, I mean I feel like it's probably one of the best talks that I could have had in my life to help me moving forward because mm-hmm. we got he closed me in the office. First of all. I wasn't even really going to quit, but I had a buddy on my team who was telling me I wasn't going to, so, of course, I had to prove him wrong, and so... <laughs> Always! That's telling me like, no, you, yeah. you think you know me, you right. know me, yeah. I will quit. Yeah, I, like, got all my equipment together. He literally followed me all the way to the office. I'm, like, thinking he was going to leave, so... Then the coaches see me. Once they see me, I got to go in now, so, you know, I went in there, and I, and I was talking to them, and um, he pretty much told me... He was like, he's like, you know, I, I kind of got a dilemma here. Because he, he was like, obviously you're ready to quit, you yeah. know. So if I, but if I give you what you want, you're going to think quitting is the way to get what you want. You're going right. to you're, you're quit every time something happens. But if I don't give you what you want, obviously you're ready to quit. So, you know, a- after the conversation went on for a minute, we did wind up coming into an agreement where I didn't fully get what I want. But he did work with me. Mm-hmm. But that... Like really gave me a valuable lesson. Absolutely. And I will say that then I think it was like two years. It was two years later, I believe, or no, it was the next year. I was on varsity at this time, and it was okay. a different coach. And I'm not even gonna lie, I was I was going to quit again. I'm not gonna lie, I bothered again, and literally he had to have known this. He brought the other the coach that I had, I had spoke to. He brought him in. And I, I, I was like, I was so ready. Right. Yeah, I know. Cause you I knew what was yes, happening when it came to I did. Right. Because I, I haven't even like told every, anybody. I don't know if anybody from my old school is going to even watch this. But I was really ready to tell off my current coach. I had it all built up. I was going to let him have it. And then yeah. my, my old coach walked in. I didn't That's say anything that whole time. Yes, yes. He talked. I listened. When he was done, I said, okay, coach. <laughs> <laughs> And I walked out. <laughs> and I think that, you know, that being said, like, we underestimate the power of, or because it's not, we don't mm-hmm. sing their praises enough, so to speak, mm-hmm. that those people, those mentors, those coaches, yes. that that one word that they speak mm-hmm. into our lives, mm-hmm. that, like, how much it impacts us. Yeah. Like, you really have no idea. Mm-hmm. Because your job is to sow the seeds. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. and God brings the the harvest, the yeah. multiplication, the, yep. the growth. Yeah, and sometimes you don't get to see that growth. Yeah, and I and I think when um, well, first I'm gonna say I think God uses non-believers as well as believers. Absolutely, you know. I think if someone <laughs> someone can be an uh, an unwitting vessel, so yes, if yes, you, if you. Uh huh, and when you've had that person in your life, which hopefully you have, if you're a believer, I feel like you should definitely be thinking about who's that person you're supposed to be to. Yeah. Like, who who are you yeah, supposed absolutely. to be that person to? Who are you supposed to be speaking life into, assisting, leading, guiding, giving giving wisdom to, right. as someone did for you, or maybe you know that someone didn't you you look back on your life and you're like man no one ever came and so how me. do i yeah how do i be that person yeah how do i be else? that person Absolutely. that i needed you know and i believe god will because i feel like on occasion god has brought me past the younger me 
Yeah. That, that, Absolutely. That, same. <laughs> same. That, that I knew what to speak to them because I'm like, I'm like, you're me. You're yeah, me. You're like, <laughs> I feel like even if you don't talk to them or like yeah. have many words, you're like, I feel mm-hmm. what I went through at your age. Mm-hmm. I feel that familiarity yeah. on you. Yeah. And for me, though, it's like, I, I, I put it on the table. I'm like, and because I was you, I know that this, you, it's going to be hard for you to even listen to what I'm saying. Because I was one who was against authority. I said, so you even thought, I'm like, so you're like, like whoa, I, yeah, because I'm not caring for you. Step off. <laughs> Step back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, because I am a person who believes what I believe. There was a person that was like, you know. You always think you're right. And I'm like, it, it, it kind of dumped on me. I am. Like, what are you talking Well, the thing that I was thinking, I'm, I was thinking, doesn't everybody? <laughs> like, <laughs> in a way. I mean, like, do, do people go around saying things they don't think are right? Like, right. I, like, who's like, <laughs> like, you know, I don't believe this, but I'm going to advocate for it. <laughs> right. Right. So, like, just when they said that to me, I'm like, what are you saying? You think you're right, too? Like, we both think we're right. I don't understand what you're saying. Like, I'm, I'm confused. Like, yeah. are, we, are we regularly at odds yeah. that you're mad? Like, is there something that yeah. I personally need to work on? What are you trying to tell me with yeah. this message? I'm just like, is that, at, at that point, I realized I didn't understand the insult. Because I feel like I kind of heard it in movies, but when they said it to me, I'm like, Lily, we're, we're, we're having a disagreement. I think I'm right. You think you're right. We both think we're right. You know? So, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, that really, that really gets you thinking about the things we say sometimes. You right. Know? And I think it gets you um, thinking about, like, what is a heaven or hell issue? Uh-huh. And can we, oh, yes. can we agree to disagree on Yes, this? yes. And because that, I think, oh. you know, like you were talking about parenting. We've mm-hmm. talked about parenting a lot. And I think that, you know, so many people are like, oh, well, this is how you parent. And it's like, well, please tell me where the instruction manual on children are. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've met plenty of adults Mm -hmm. that were not raised that way, but turned out fine. Yeah. Because they got to make choices in their adult life. And not that that their childhood was gorgeous, Mm -hmm. but as adults, they took responsibility for themselves. Yep. And, And, yep, go ahead. I think that that that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, but we're always right, right? right. I'm the one that's right, so my yeah. parenting tactics yeah. are the right ones. Yeah. And um, it, it's it's so funny because I get so many compliments on uh, my kids, mm-hmm. and it's definitely um, a, a thing that God piece the like put together so well so their mom is uh very focused uh academically okay you know and like really like cares you know about them doing their schoolwork and this that and the other it's not that i don't care about it but it's not really a high priority if i'm being honest yeah no it's not but yeah, I my it. priority is them being good people manners yeah. Yeah. god bless you excuse me holding doors but the two coming together really well yeah rounded children yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but i feel like it's like you know and it's not that she doesn't care about that but i feel, i can just see but like academics high, is yeah she really cares on about her that. list of things yeah. yeah and so but i feel like the combination working the the raise them up they i mean i'd like to think i'm biased on their dad but i'd like to think well, they're, no they're, they're turning into <laughs> some pretty good children i usually get 
compliments on them. But I'm also like, I, I've known that people who don't necessarily agree with uh, my, my, I guess you call it my sternness with my kids, you know. So like one thing for my kids, I'll put it out there. They do wall sits if they're like sometimes when okay. they're when they're not listening or something like that. I'm like, okay, we're on the wall. Um, their age is their limit in minutes, but the amount of times they go on the wall is up to them, you know. So <laughs> you know there are certain different things people do differently with their their kids. Absolutely. But it's it's just very interesting to see and hear all the compliments on them. You know, and I think that discipline is so important too yeah. because I think that when we, um, and people have their opinions about discipline, mm-hmm. you know, like there's there's different forms of discipline, yeah, and, and what that looks like. But I also think that um, having discipline in a home mm-hmm. teaches you to be more disciplined yourself. Yes, it does. Uh, well, hopefully, because, if you're a good parent too, that does that because yes. You're trying to implement these things into your children that they're watching you. And as adults, mm-hmm. you want that discipline because you're like, if I don't have discipline for myself, I get nothing done. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, like we live in such a world that people are doing just working from home. Yeah. You know, or um, working for themselves. And yeah. I think that if that's the case, you have to have that discipline, that mm-hmm. self discipline to say, Here's what I have to have done. Yeah. Otherwise, you just waste your day doing things that are not productive. Yeah. And we, I feel like we have to definitely understand the word discipline because we're. It's funny, even in my mind, when I hear you say self-discipline, it's ne- it that, feels negative. Well, discipline, I feel like in itself feels negative. When you say self-discipline, it's like, oh, she's working on herself. But when you're saying discipline your kids, it's like punish. Mm-hmm. You know, or something of that. Ma- and like, there's such a difference. <laughs> yeah. There's such a difference. Yeah. And, and people, you know, have to realize that. Because, yeah. Like, but you can't be too soft on kids. Mm-hmm. You have to be firm and you have to have boundaries. Yeah. Otherwise, they are not taught to have boundaries and yeah. be firm for what they need. Yeah. And, like, things that they experience yeah one thing that i just actually i just heard this on the video and i agree with this because i i think it goes with kids and adults and i feel like this is likely what god does with us sometimes i feel like with myself but it has to be consistent Uh you know so if one minute so i'm going to use the example of when i was a team member before at at the retail store okay um (laughs) it was we thought it was funny because there's a group of us in the back you know i was young i just graduated i started working there and there was one manager, when we knew they were coming, we all put our phones away. And there was another manager, when we knew he was coming, we were like, hey, what's going on? We were like chilling on our, phone, on our phones. And so he would go speak to the other manager who technically was like kind of over us and be like, you know, you know, why are your people back there on their phone? Because she, she let me know this. And she like pretty much told him, but she was right. We put our phones away when she comes back here because we know she's going to say something. Yeah. We don't put our phones away when you come back here because we because know you're you not. Say anything. Yeah, yep. we know that we're we're smart enough to know that we know we're not supposed to have our you, phones out. You have to set that. Yeah, you have to set the expectation. So when I think it's the same thing happens with kids when they they know what they can get away with more. Absolutely, than- <laughs> you do not have to tell a child to push the boundaries. Yes, you don't have to tell them yeah. to try to manipulate the situation to get what they want. Yeah. They do it. Yeah. And if they aren't taught and mm-hmm. given those boundaries or discipline or whatever you want to call yeah. it, 
those are things they continue to use in yeah. life. If every time you guys say, I'm going to count to five, and they stop at five, they, right. they know. Right. <laughs> they but know. But if your five means nothing. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Then they just keep going. Yep. Yep. Consistency. And, and so one thing I really try to implement with my kids, we look back to whenever Jesus went and got his disciples. Mm-hmm. They were all busy working. He Every single time, he said, follow me. What did they do? Did, did they say, all right, Jesus, uh, we just got to... Actually, this time I'm staying back. <laughs> right, yeah. Are you coming back around here? Yeah, you yeah. Back around or where can I meet? Yeah, we at? were just about to have lunch. You know, or like... Right. <laughs> like, no, they stopped. Literally, the one says they threw their nets. And literally, they right. threw their nets and followed Jesus, you know? Right. And so, every time they were called, immediate obedience mm-hmm. happened, you know? And that's what God expects from us. But here's the thing. People, again, will turn it into a chore. No, literally, God works things together. I've seen it. Yeah, they did. They turn it into a checklist. But God has put things together so well that there are times when he is telling you to do something right now. There is a blessing attached to that. If you be obedient and do it, you will receive a blessing for being obedient. Just go. Yeah. Go do it. Don't question me. Don't question your... Don't... Doubt yourself. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. And yeah. and it's not that he's going to punish you because you didn't, but that there was a blessing waiting here right. at this time. Right. He tried to align you with the crossroad. You doubted, went this way, and you, you missed it. Right. You know? <laughs> you, right. You missed it. Now, that's not to say he's not going to continue to lead you and guide you. I feel like he always... Absolutely. He's like if a you're GPS. Open, right. If you're open to his will and you're you're trying to follow him, he's still going to have good things for you, as yes. the Bible says he will. Yep. But you can block your own blessings. Yes, yes. So you have to be willing and ready to listen at all times. I learned that at all yep. times. Um, I mean I've had I've had I always call it church. I've had church in like the, the DMV line at the motor vehicle place. You know, you start talking to somebody, whatever I meet a person and we start talking about the Bible and Jesus, we had church there, you know. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta be willing to at any time be able to speak uh what's the Bible say? Always be ready to be able to give a a, a, a def- testimony. A testimony. Or... Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. You have to you gotta be ready because we don't know who God is sending our way. Right, we don't know mm-hmm. who exactly. You have to be ready for the harvest. Yeah. Because there are going to be people that are hungry. Yeah. And you have to be ready to receive them and yeah. be a vessel. Because it's not gonna be you doing the work. It's gonna be God. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. And so this is kind of what I want to close with is because that that is such a good point because I feel like this is also disheartening to believers. We as uh, like ourselves, we don't save people. The Holy Spirit saves. People. Absolutely, there's one Savior and it's not you. Exactly. And when you take up this this personal mission to to save the world, mm-hmm. you know, or even that person, you're gonna die on this hill until they receive Jesus right now. And they're going to die on that hill because they're not right now. And how many people (laughs) could you have helped? Yes. Had you let that person, had you informed that person, given them Jesus loves you. Mm -hmm. And like just given them what you had Mm -hmm. and then been available to people who were hungry. Mm -hmm. How many more people could you have reached if you would have used that energy that you, um, I think of that book, The Best Yes. Okay. 
you know, I, I never actually read the book, <laughs> but, but it was really well I read the back. You know? Yes, exactly. I, I read, I read the, what is that called? The, uh, yeah, I'm not even sure. The, like, synopsis or whatever yeah, of yeah. the book. But that there are things mm-hmm. that you are not meant to say yes to mm-hmm. because somebody can do it better. Yeah. It's meant to be, yeah. it's meant for somebody else to bless. Someone yeah. else, someone is meant for somebody else to bless. That, that situation is somebody else, meant for someone else to pour into yeah. because they can do it in a way that you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to have that discernment to yeah. say, you know what? I really can't right now. Yeah. And that's so hard because you don't want to hurt people. You yes. don't want to reject people yeah. because because you don't like rejection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I've, I've, I've learned over the years that um, it's, it's, it's so crazy. It takes love to do that, though. Because Absolutely. if you truly love... So there are certain people that you love in your life. And if you're being honest, you know there are certain things that you can't tell them. Absolutely, because they, they will not receive they it. They will not receive it from you. Now, do you want to be right, or do you want them to to, to get, get it right? You right, know? yeah. Right. Do you want them to truly receive what you're trying yeah. to say? Because some you pray for them, yeah. them to come into their life. Yep. Because pride can sneak in that way, and you're like, you know, I can do it, God. I can do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like God says, sit down. I'm not asking you to do yeah. it. I have somebody else in mind. Mm-hmm. Someone that they can receive from. And again, I think sometimes, a lot of times, it goes back to like, we forget where we were at in that state. And that person Mm -hmm. who kept trying to tell us, and the more they told us. The angrier we got, the further we pushed back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, I think that that's such a valid statement because Mm -hmm. we have to be self-reflective and self-critical. Um maybe not critical, but um, just very reflective about ourselves and mm-hmm. say, how do I feel like this person is receiving me? Yeah. Because we've all experienced that. Yeah. Where the person that says, oh, hey, by the way, and then we say, you know what? I know what you're saying is true, mm-hmm. but because you're the one that told me yeah. that, I want to go the opposite yeah. direction. And I don't just want to go the opposite direction. I want to run the yes. opposite direction. <laughs> full force. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That Sprint in, in the opposite yeah. direction. And it's like, how do they receive me? Because yeah. if that's how they receive me, I don't want to be the one to yeah. deliver it. Exactly. Exactly. And then... If that does happen, we have to be able to not take offense to it. Absolutely, because I think mm-hmm. there are going to be moments that God mm-hmm. tells you, mm-hmm. you need to deliver this message mm-hmm. to this person. And they're yeah. still going to receive it as yeah. I want to sprint in the other direction. One of the, the prophets in the Old Testament, that truth. he told them, I'm like, oh, I would so hate this. I mean, I, in a sense, some of the stuff I say, I feel like God is giving me this word. But there was a prophet that he literally told them, go tell them this. They're not going to listen. They are yeah. a stubborn mm-hmm. people. They're not going to listen, but you're, I still want you to go right. tell them. You, it is your responsibility. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would have been like, what? Like, why? Do I have to tell them? <laughs> like, if they're not yeah. going to listen, does the word matter? And I think, yeah. that, I think that it's that obedience. It comes yes. down to that obedience. Yes. Because even if you know that they're not going to listen, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they don't need truth. Yeah. And that there isn't a seed that's being yeah. sown. Yep. Or, like Jonah, 
Um, because I, I wonder how this will look today because, you know, he was sent to give them, in a sense, a warning slash judgment of what yep. was going to come. Mm -hmm. But he knew God was going to forgive them. They fasted and prayed, God forgive them. I feel like in this world where we don't, I feel like they had a much stronger sense in, in, in belief in God back then as, like, it was more tangible. Right, and they, so, like... Yeah, they knew that that the belief in God was there. Yeah, like it was just there. That yeah, it wasn't like a whatever God does. Right, like right. And there were those people, but it was more of like a God is real. Yeah, and so like, what does that look like now? Say God sends you their innocent, and the Bible tells us to correct a brother or sister gently to restore right. them gently. So right. what does that look like if you go and you try to warn them? And you tell hey, them, like, hey, like, yeah. I love you. Yeah. But this is what the Bible says about what you're doing. Exactly. Like, in this culture, you're judging already. You're, right. You're, exactly. You're judging and you're condemning. Exactly. There's grace. You know, it's like they, they it's like they jump right to that, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're, you're trying to help them. And even the Bible says to restore gently. Yeah, it talks about fixing the plank in your own eye. Before you yep. don't, I literally just did a, a, a podcast on judgment. I don't know if you came across I that. I did come across okay. that, yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I read the, the scriptures on that. So you, you definitely got to be careful that you aren't judging. But Right, but you also don't want to say, you don't want to be comfortable living next to sin. You exactly. Don't, you don't want to just be like, oh, your sinful ways are okay with yeah. you. Yeah. Like and then it's like. You have yeah. to have that discernment to give that gentle reminder. Uh -huh. And at the same time, not be high and mighty. Because we're all, right. it's like, oh because my. <laughs> who, who truly, and I think that, you know, the topic that we talked about a couple minutes ago, mm -hmm. of like, I want to sprint the other way, mm -hmm. that often when those people come in and speak into our lives, those things that we need to deal with, sometimes it comes from a place of, I'm on my high horse. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know what, go find your horse and put yeah. it, go, go find a barn and park your horse and then come talk to Right, me. right, Step yeah. down off that horse yeah. because... Because you don't, you don't want to be talked down to. Yeah. Disrespect is yep. hurtful. Mm -hmm. And when people talk to you like you're less than them, yeah, it makes you not want to do what uh -huh. they are giving to you. And I, I agree. That's yeah. why it's a gentle. Yeah, I'm big on push. that. If I feel like I'm being worked, if I feel like even strategies are being used on me now that partially this is me this is pride i'm not gonna lie this is pride that you guys are working me issue. but if i like if i feel like you're running game on me you know what i mean even if it's for my benefit i'm like i don't like it i don't like exactly. it exactly like, like communicate with me no yeah. i'm i'm the same way so i totally understand yeah. like i want to know what's going on but sometimes god knows what's going on uh -huh. and that's where i need to grow mm -hmm. but i agree you're like communicate with me yeah like if you communicate with me, I'm not, like, I'm a pretty reasonable person. Mm -hmm. I will, like, try to get on board. Or yeah, figure yeah. Out how can I get on board with Yeah, this? but be be real. Be gentle, right. but be real. Yup. And leave that horse at the barn. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's a barn somewhere near, but please take your horse to the barn and then come talk to me. Right, yeah. 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 Well, I am. I like this has been so awesome. I, um, I agree. If you're Very ever awesome. back in town, I definitely want to have you on for another absolutely, episode. Absolutely. Or if for some reason you ever started, but I don't know. Like this has been. Yeah, no, this I has will, been great. You know? I will definitely reach out. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? Any advice or wisdom or anything? 
you know, I think that just just read your Bible. Love mm-hmm. on God. Just ask God to love you. Because when you lean into God and just let him move in your life, he will work on the things that you are struggling with. You know, I think the more time we spend in prayer, the more we love people. And people are hurting. And we just need to be vessels and love people. Because how do we spread, you know, how do we take the gospel to all of the world if we're not loving people? Yeah. So just be an example of love and love on God and love on people. Awesome. Well, I thank you for joining us on this episode. Yes, thank of, you for having me. Yeah, on Honor Because This in Heaven. Would you mind closing us out in prayer? Absolutely. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity just to come here and be in your presence and just talk about your goodness, Lord. I pray that the things that we've discussed here, God, that we will apply them to our lives and just think about your goodness and carry forth the things that you would have us do. And let us just remain in your presence and in your spirit and seek your spirit, Lord. Thank you for what you are doing and what you have already done. I ask that you guide us and move, Lord. Draw your people together, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode. I hope today you received an on-time word from God and found the inspiration you needed to take action in whatever it is that God has called you to do. Tune in next week to hear another Holy Spirit-led conversation about how together we will bring heaven here on earth according to God's will.